So welcome to the Liquid Studio Show. I'm Pete Crouch. I'm Colin Gilchrist. And in this episode, we're joined by Klein Albertelli. Hello. Klein, welcome to the show. Thanks for joining us today. Um, you're here with a company called the Colab Engineering Organization, is that right? That's right. Colab is my first startup. Fantastic. Yeah. So what we're going to do uh, through the course of, of this episode is just try and find a little bit more about you, a little bit more about your background, where you are now in, in the, you know, the development of your organization, and then potentially what's, uh, what you've got coming in the future. Yeah, sounds exciting. Okay, good, yeah. good. Cool. Cool. You got an opening question? I have. Haven't you? I Good. Have. Uh, well, I, I was going to give a sort of rounded intro bit because the, the premise of the podcast, I'm not sure we've sort of gone into it much, but is superstars in our in industry. Um, wow. You, you yeah, made that's, a big, that's a big title to live <laughs> up to. Yeah, it's cool. Yeah. Um, but yeah, your, your name has come up as like we need to speak to and find out a bit more about you and your journey here. So um, it's really a case of diving into your journey, actually in employment and um, where you've come from and where you think you're going to. I mean, that's a very overarching. Yeah, yeah. So you, you tell it how you want to say it. I mean, what's the journey been like for you? Yeah, it's a, it's a big question to answer. I it think is. If, yeah. we, if we start with kind of um, the, the first time I, uh, I knew that I wanted to be an engineer, so I, uh, I got a leap pad for Christmas one year, okay, and it was £100, and it was quite expensive. Okay. Um, We're old. You're going to have to explain <laughs> what Yeah, I don't know what that is. So a leap pad was uh, um, an electronic um, reading book. Okay. And you had a little pen, and you, you'd press the All words, right. and it would read it to you, and it was like right. the first little sort of computer toy that Very I good. ever had um, as, as a kid. And I got it for Christmas. It was £100. It was really expensive at the time. And, um, and I took it to bits. I couldn't put it back together. All right, yeah. Okay, so you can imagine how disappointed and how, how angry my uh, mum and dad were at of the course. time. But I knew at that point that I liked finding out how things worked. So things work, and that yeah. was the, that's the first kind of core memory that I have, thinking, yeah, I want a career in engineering, I want a career in creating things, inventing things, and, um, and, and kind of that's sort of a real core key memory for me. And um, so I skipped forward a few years and I'm, you know, picking my options at GCSE and thinking, God. you know, what uh, what am I going to do next? Is this going to decide my future forever? Um, you know, and taking the decision really seriously. And um, and and funnily enough, I didn't pick engineering as a as a GCSE option, and got to the point where I'd I'd done fairly well in in those exams, and then thought to myself, I what what am I going to do now? I'm going to am I going to leave school? Am I going to go to sixth form? Am I going to go to university? Um, no, let's go and get an apprenticeship and let's get a, a practical background. Um, so I actually um, applied for a, a couple of apprenticeships, um, you know, in and around West Cumbria, the, typically the, the nuclear supply chain and, sure. and, you know, the tier ones, tier twos. And I got a job um, with what was Babcock, more latterly, okay. oh, uh, yeah. Cavendish Nuclear. Mm -hmm. um, and it was a great job. Um, I was repairing and maintaining radiometric instrumentation. Um, so that is you know, the equipment that keeps us safe in and around a, a nuclear site, and it was all around electronics. So taking me right back to the taking days of- Taking the leap pad apart. Taking the leap yeah, yeah. pad apart, yeah. um, working out how it works, and it all started from there. Very That's good. the kind of the first first moment, the first step into to industry. So that process of, of going through an apprenticeship, did that sort of follow the, the sort of normal path that you, you completed that apprenticeship and then were offered a position in that business, or did it lead on to, to, to a new opportunity straight away? 
It did. And what, one of the things I was really grateful for was the opportunity to continue developing myself professionally. So I was lucky to have, have completed my degree while I was working as an apprentice cool. um, and, you know, came to the end of that apprenticeship period, passed all my uh, certifications and was offered a position. And they, they say on the bench, I was on the bench for a, a couple of years right. as, a, as an instrument mechanic, uh, you know, repairing and maintaining instrumentation. And again, another sort of crucial point was thinking, what's next? Kind of, what am I going to do now? Yeah. Um, and took a jump out of one big company into into another. Um, the dark side, as, as some of my colleagues would, would have had me believe, into the, the Sellafield world, yeah. the Sellafield ecosystem. And um, again, it kind of, you, you, you go from, you, you're um, a mature person in that environment, mm-hmm. you, you know what you're doing to, you're I'm, the new boy again. I'm the new boy again. Yeah. You're the amateur again. Yeah. And uh, and and yeah. So we, we're on that journey yet again. And some might say that you know landing a position in an organisation like Sellafield, certainly people watching this show that are familiar with West Cumbria, it's seen as a you know very stable environment, very good employer, pays reasonably well. But you've cha- you've taken the choice to sort of leave what what others would see as a you know a very stable position. And, and go on your own. And that's brought us to CoLab Engineering. So yeah. what, what was it? I mean, it sounds to me from what you've said, you've always had this vision of what's coming next, what's coming next. And, and clearly along with that comes a bit of an entrepreneurial flair. Yeah. Um, but that's a brave move, isn't it? Mo- moving away from an organisation like Sellafield to, to go it alone is, is a big step. I, yeah, I guess it is. And um, the, the first moment of realisation that it was a big step was not actually handing the notice in and it wasn't actually starting the business, receiving that letter that says, welcome, you are now a managing director of a company. It was actually an interview I was doing with a a, a local news agency at the time. And they asked me the question, so uh, how does it feel starting a business when there's a potential recession looming? (laughs) And I thought, well, I haven't I hadn't really thought about it like that, but really thank you for the reality check. Yeah. But it's really important for me to say that, that my role inside nuclear, I didn't leave under any, um, any, any, anything bad. Right. Um, I loved my job. Mm. I thought I was paid fairly. Yeah. And I love the people that I work with. But it was always I wanted something just a little bit more. Yeah. I wanted something that would be mine, yeah. that if I was working till 10 o'clock at night, I wouldn't feel guilty about it because yeah. it was something that I was building and I was growing. Right. And not just for me as well, but for the future of West Cumbria. And that's, sure. that is really important to me as well. Yeah. Cool. Good. Cool. And what is so? What does Colab do? What what's the yeah? What are the? Does it have a product? Does it have a service? So we're a services based organisation, but yep. we develop products. Yes. Um. So. If, if you'd have asked me that question when we first started, I would have given you a very different answer. But okay. over time, you, you learn to articulate even better what, what the organisation is. Cool. And um, so I distill it into three kind of key areas of, of, of business, really. So the first is that we're a product development consultancy. So that could be I'm walking down the street and I've got a new idea, but I'm not a technical founder, so I don't really know how to turn that into reality. Okay. Typically industrially focused, so I want to measure something or I want to, um, yeah, I, I want to uh, solve a problem. The second aspect of the business is something that we call the Engineering Academy, and that's kind of split into two. We have a junior version, which is all about um, the next generation of engineers and STEM professionals coming through into employment. So we give them a really practical, hands-on experience with engineering. 
And we've got a professional version of that as well, which is all about sort of early career professionals, giving them real projects that they'll get real exposure from. Cool. And I, I always use the anecdotal example. I give projects to early career professionals that aren't building a pasta bridge out of a, a, a bridge out of <laughs> oh, pasta, pasta and marshmallows. Yeah. And I'm not asking you to make a Gantt chart out of, you know, to make a cup of tea. Cool. I'm giving you real projects. Yeah. And the third aspect is more around consultancy. So that's kind of my time to support larger organisations um, through their sort of business development and innovation initiatives. So three, three key areas. We develop products. We have an engineering academy. And we have a consultancy as well. So one of the one of the reasons that, that prompted to to ask you on the show, I saw you present um, a couple of months back at one of the Beck BC uh, meetings. Yeah. Um, and you, you know, you presented very well. You, you you explained your your business very well. There was a couple of things that, that really caught my eye, and, and without maybe breaching any secrets of what's going on in your organisation, you could elaborate a bit. One was. And I may have got this wrong, but I interpreted it as an underwater uh, jet wash. Yeah. Is that yeah. have I got that kind of roughly right? Because I, I remember at the time thinking, how on earth do you make? How do you create a jet washer that's in water? Yeah. But that seems to be something that that you've done. It it is. So one of our first projects, it was our inaugural engineering academy actually, and the first time we I was given a chance outside of public sector to to do what the business was there to do. And um, basically, we, we were aiming to solve the problem of biofouling, yep. which is the accumulation of barnacles mm -hmm. and algae, yep. other sea creatures on either uh, submarines or uh, marine vessels or yep. furniture, you know, sea furniture, whatever. Yeah, oil rigs, anything um, like that. Exactly, yeah. exactly. So how do we solve that problem? Because currently what the industry does is they put divers down, mm, which yep. puts people at risk. Yep. We have to dry dock the vessel, which means we're lifting it out of the water, which is expensive yeah. or we're using harmful chemicals so we were like how do we you know think a little bit more abstract about this problem and come up with something that allows us to clean underwater by mitigating those three existing techniques so we developed something that we call the scrub marine which is a submersible remotely operated vehicle that uses a very special nozzle um, which induces cavitation under the water and that allows us to clean um, if effectively. Hold on, hold on. Cavitation. Yeah. Cavitation. Yeah. So cavitation. I'm gonna. I, this is where my uh, knowledge. This is of, a science lesson. This though. is a science lesson <laughs> right. now, guys. Yeah. 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 So basically, if you imagine putting a pressure washer into a bucket of water, yes, the energy is just diffused as you put yes. that as you it turn is. it on. Yeah, the yeah. energy is diffused. But what a cavitation nozzle does is it induces a small area of low pressure, which creates a small bubble. And it's the friction effect of the bubbles that creates the, the cleaning effect. And it's okay. kind of a soft cleaning effect. So you don't take off the paintwork or the, the, the anti-foul coating. So it's the bubbles that do the work, not the water. Exactly. Wow. Yeah. Clever one. Yeah, it's really exciting. And is that in is that out in the wild now? Yeah, that it's a, well, that's a, it's a commercially available product. And, okay. and that's where we're sort of a system integrator. Okay. So we find, you know, these things that can come together to solve bespoke challenges. And have you protected that technology in any way? Or? So that is already um, an existing technology okay. that we can buy off the shelf and bring yep. it together. Um, yep. The thing that I'm really looking to protect is the name Scrub Marine because, uh, yeah. yeah, it's pretty cool. It? <laughs> I like it. Very yeah. good. Nice. So, I mean, what's, I suppose the real key thing to that is you've identified, you know, a very clear and, and uh, existing problem. Yeah which has an answer to it, but that answer comes with a bunch of risks. You've mitigated a load of that risks. Exactly. And you've, and you've solved that problem in a, what sounds to me like a much more 
cost-effective way than putting people under under the sea. Exactly. Very exactly. Good. Cool. Yeah. And so th there was another one. Um, this was energy from hydro. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. What's this one? Wow. So this this is a, a great story, actually. So I, I think before you go into that, the last right. time the last time I saw you present on this was it all a little bit top secret at the time? Is that? No, we can a, we can, can talk about yeah, it. Yeah, we can share awesome. it. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Awesome. Right. Okay. Yeah. Um, so yeah, this is this is a really interesting one. Okay. So my now business partner is a chap called Ian Stevenson. Ian um, has has had a lifetime in applications engineering, meaning he solves problems. Yeah. I've had a, a relatively short career in applications engineering and solving problems. And uh, Ian had come up with this idea on the back of working with Lancaster University okay. where he thought, how could we harness, you know, the power of water? Yeah. And it, it, it stemmed from, he'd created a pump with no moving parts, which was quite novel and unique at the time. And he describes this moment where he's testing this with a group of students from yeah. Lancaster University. And I don't know why he had a golf ball, but he had a golf ball and he put the golf ball in the middle of the of this no moving parts pump and it begun, began to rotate. And so he then went away and said, I wonder if I create a turbine that's really specific and bespoke to this application and we capture the rotational energy and convert it into electrical energy. Yeah. Now, of course, this has been done throughout the ages with water wheels, yeah. with the likes of the Kaplan turbine and, and okay, a, yeah. a plethora of others. Um, but his design was so novel and unique, he actually managed to get some funding through Innovate UK to okay. develop it. Okay. During that process, he was looking for somebody uh, who had electronics capability that could develop his measurement systems. Okay. And I'd just moved in down the road in, in the Barclays Eagle Labs, which is our, our HQ in Whitehaven. And uh, it was kind of a match kind of made in heaven at that Brilliant. point. You yeah. know, he had some mechanical skill sets. I had electrical, electronic, and we brought that together to develop proof of cool. concept okay and so how far down the line are you i mean is it being sold is it available or what sort of situation so we're we're approximately 12 months away from it being a market ready product right. um, okay. but what's really exciting is that we've secured the next 12 months of our product development journey okay. through a combination of grant funding and equity funding so that business is now its own spin-up it's its own legal entity right. cool. and what's really exciting is that we get to work on that with experts from from industry um, as well as experts from academia as well. So and and, and as that grows, um, and, and obviously it goes into full production, is it, the, is it the intention to have that sort of made by yourselves in, in West Cumbria? Because obviously we've got huge engineering capability in yeah. the county, but then you could argue you could probably get it made cheaper abroad. What, what's the sort of plan for that? Yeah, it's um, it, the, part of the decision, I guess, is economic, and mm -hmm. you know, which is going to create the most margins. But I am West Cumbrian. I'm, I'm mm. born and bred in West Cumbria, and it's really important to me that I give back a little bit to the community that's given so much to me through opportunity and employment. Um, so my my medium to, to, to long term plan is to create a facility Tremendous. in West Cumbria that at least brings the components together. There are certain things in this country that you know we're never going to do economically yeah. because we're not going to compete, and that's okay. Mm -hmm. But there are things that we can do where we can put the British stamp on it, Brilliant. and that still should mean quality. Cool, good, good. That's great. That's great. So. Those two have come out, sound brilliant. What's next? Oh, what's next? Yeah, well, yeah. Have you heard the term, I could tell you, but I would have to kill you? <laughs> yeah, yeah, whatever. Yeah, <laughs> yes. Right. So, yeah, this is giving away all the state secrets right. now. But, right. um, yeah, what's next is we're going to continue to grow the capability for hardware development. So right. what I mean by that is um, 
when you come to us with an idea, we'll walk you walking down the street, we'll continue to be able to grow and help new organisations develop products and take them to, to market. Yeah. And so how can people find you? What's, yeah, what's the best place? Pick up the phone. Right, is, okay. is always the, the one that I say. You follow follow our story and our journey on social media, on LinkedIn and Instagram, Facebook. We're quite active. We like to share what we're doing. Um, yeah. But, uh, yeah, pick up the phone and, and have a conversation. And, and you're open to sort of approaches from organisations that might have some sort of idea or some sort of challenge. strikes me that you've pulled together a bunch of very clever brains that can work on this sort of stuff, yeah. but not necessarily generating all that idea yourself. It, it's, it's people coming to you with ideas and challenges yeah absolutely and this is this is where um everyone has a skill set some people are creative and yeah. they come up with the ideas and some people can turn those ideas into reality and 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 where that piece we turn the ideas into reality Tremendous. in fact i have a um i have a, a bit of an anecdotal way of describing it so my, my business partner ian um I lock him in a room with a pen and a piece of paper till he comes out with an idea. Right. I go and get the money, and then I have my team build it, and it's it's amazing, and it works. Sounds like a good model. Yeah, yeah. it works. Very good. Cool. Excellent, excellent. Well, it sounds like you've got a lot going on. We yeah. shall we shall continue to to monitor your progress, and we'll see how things go. And we'll perhaps have you back on the on the show, uh, and maybe a bit of a demo of one of your products might be something that would be of interest in the future. Yeah, that sounds so, great. So uh, cool. you've cool. been a great guest. Thank you very much indeed. And, uh, yeah, we'll catch up with you soon. Thank you. So there you have it. That was the Liquid Studio show. Um, if you enjoyed the show, do the like, subscribe, and, sh and subscribe. I'll try that again. Do the like, subscribe, and share. Uh, it does the show a massive favour, and it helps us get more uh, guests like Ryan on in future episodes. So we shall look forward to seeing you in the next one. Thanks very much. Thank you. A Liquid Studios production.